Who cares? This is Carson's Court, reporting live on this rainy Tuesday in Virginia Beach. Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, TuneIn Radio, the podcast app. This is the Carson's Court Show on this rainy Tuesday in Virginia Beach. Let me start off with saying this. Um, I know we talked a little bit about it uh, yesterday, but Mike Tomlin, you know, he is, I, I shared this information uh, with you yesterday, but those who did not listen to the yesterday's podcast, I'll share it again today. Mike Tomlin has the second highest winning average games in the NFL. Number one, I think you can guess who it is. Number one, Bill Belichick. Number two, Mike Tomlin. Let me say this, all right? There's a lot of people out there who think maybe he's going to the Redskins. Didn't talk a lot about this yesterday. The Redskins actually fired their head coach. Again, did not discuss this yesterday, but the Redskins fired their head coach. I mean, I, I, I don't see him being a Redskin. He, I, I, he has the second highest in the NFL. You don't fire a coach. Teams wait years to get a coach that high, that good. A lot of people don't understand Mike Tomlin is a valid coach. A lot of people don't understand Mike Tomlin is a good coach. He, uh, it's completely different than, you know, saying, oh, well, we'll fire him because he's not good. No, he's good. So you, you have a lot of injuries. The Pittsburgh Steelers have a ton of injuries. All right? I mean, again, this coach is one of the better coaches in the NFL. This team, why they're not winning is they have a lot of injuries. Prone injuries. Just because a team goes one and four. Let me tell you, that was Cleveland's issue was they kept firing their coaches one after the other. They kept rebuilding, blowing themselves up, and they weren't as good. Look at Cleveland, Pittsburgh, when they fired their head coach. Teams that fire their head coach aren't as good the next few years. Pittsburgh hasn't fired their head coach in a long time. They have one of the better records of that, not firing their coach. They won six Super Bowls. New England finally found a happy coach. They do not fire their coach in a long time. They probably will never until he retires. Six Super Bowls. You can see the pattern here. Teams that don't fire their coach win more than teams that do. Look at Cleveland. Fired their coach how many times? One time went 0-16. All underneath 500, Pittsburgh, 
I don't think you understand the significance of this. Alright, you do not, you should not fire your head coach. A lot of Steeler fans out there think they should. Well, number one, Pittsburgh's on their third string quarterback. The running back's injured. The backup running back, no less, is injured. Uh, Juju Smith-Schuster was questionable for this game. Vaughn McDonald, their wide receiver, was questionable. I mean, this team is injured. I mean, they have so, they are beat up. They have so many injuries. And when a team of that many injuries, I say, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's not look at the coach. Let's look at the injury prone. All right? Now, yes, if a team's going 0-16, when they have the best wide receiver, the best, you know, I mean, when, when if a team's not winning the Super Bowl, when they have the best of almost everything, there are certain times when you have to look at the coach. But I, I, I don't think this is the time. I think Mike Tomlin is going to stay in Pittsburgh. I think D.C. will find another coach. I don't think, think Mike Tomlin, I don't believe those rumors that he's going to the Washington Redskins. I think he's staying in Pittsburgh. And I think this is a rebuild for the Pittsburgh Steelers. Alright, well let's switch into this. Uh, I was talking a little bit about this yesterday, or not yesterday, a couple of days ago with uh, what's been going on uh, with the Dallas Cowboys. You know, Dallas Cowboys, they remind me a lot of the Pittsburgh Steelers a few years ago. They had the full package. They had, you know, Pittsburgh a few years ago had Le'Veon Bell. Pittsburgh a few years ago had Ben Roethlisberger. Pittsburgh a few years ago had A.B. I mean, they had the full package. Their defense was pretty good. Their defense was great. But they just couldn't get there. Not because of the division. Maybe because of drama. Look at Dallas. They got a good quarterback, Zeke Elliott. Good running back. Pretty good defense. Just can't get there. Lost two games in a row. Just can't get there. Going into this, I thought the Cowboys would be more on the weak side. Be- why? Because of drama with Zeke holding out. Because of the owner. Dallas right now is a drama team. I didn't think that Dallas would be on the good side of things. Dallas... This may be a wake-up call, maybe. Gotta start catching on fire. Eagles are good. Giants are getting better. Redskins just fired the coach. Come on, Dallas. Let's get things chopping here. Alright, well, let me switch into this. I, I, this was another subject that I didn't really finish on a couple weeks ago with um, Clemson. Uh, you know, I can name all, I can name the like teams and the dislikes teams in the NFL. You know, I mean, I like Dallas, don't love them. Love Philly, I think they're going to win that division. I I like Pittsburgh, don't love them. I like Cleveland, think they're a very drama-filled team, don't like them. Uh, don't love them. I like, love Baltimore. I think they're coming out playing good, although they're getting questionable with all, with lo- losing to the uh, drama team, Cleveland Browns, and almost losing to Pittsburgh, who's so beat up they don't know what happened. So, uh, yeah, Baltimore's getting a little bit more each and every day, a little bit more questionable for me. Uh, but, you know, Clemson keeps having these close games. 
And, you know, am I concerned about Clemson? Absolutely. All right, they're not number one anymore. Alabama, barely losing to North Carolina. I mean, barely winning to North Carolina. Yeah, I have concerns for the Clemson Tigers. All right, well, let me switch real quick. Coming up on the Carson's Court Show, we have MLB. Big, big, big game tonight. Dodgers. Nationals. Who's going to take it? In my prediction, Dodgers. I wanted to talk about them for one minute as that is a huge team who just can't get there. They fall in the same categories, Dallas and, and, and Pittsburgh. Coming up on and NBA predictions all coming up on the Carson's Court Show. Stay tuned for all that and more. Welcome back to the Carson's Court Podcast. Um, First of all, um, let me... I, I had a technical difficulty yesterday, so I just realized uh, we only... The first team we got to was the Redskins. Uh, of course, the 49ers and uh, uh, Browns game, I did not get to because they didn't play. But I didn't get to the Rams, the Seahawks, or the Patriots, Patriots as well as the... Um, Cleveland Browns and um and the 49ers. Uh Rams I'm giving a B to a high C. I mean they're the the 3 and 2. I think they're in the same position as Dallas and the Dodgers. This is a wake up call. Take it as such. Wake up Rams. 3 and 2 is not where you want to be, especially against the 49ers and uh uh, they also play um, next week, matter of fact, the Rams, uh, 49ers and Rams play. And, uh, you know, that'll be a huge confidence boost whoever wins that game. If the 49ers do, I don't see the Rams catching them. Uh, if the Rams do, uh, then the 49ers have a potential to slip. I think this is a young team who is not... I mean, the 49ers, they're a great team. They looked good yesterday, last night, but I just don't think they're the most organized team in this division. Uh, I, I think it's the Rams. Uh, I mean, look, at they got Todd Gurley, the Rams do, one of the better running backs. Uh, Golf, Jared Golf, who's in the top 10 quarterbacks. Aaron Donald, who's probably the best defense player in the NFL. I mean, they, they are organized. They are a good team, maybe a little young. Their coach is the youngest in the league. Todd Gurley's fairly young. Jared Golf is one of the younger quarterbacks. Uh, you know, I, I think the Rams are good. Really, really good. I just think they're young. And uh, I, I believe I did a podcast on this. This happens a lot in college football and basketball. You know, when and especially in basketball, when there's like point two point a minute and a half in the game, somewhere in that area, and they're down by five. If it's a freshman to a sophomore team, they're not going to do as good. They're going to panic because they're younger. Well, if they're more of a junior-senior team, they're going to do better because they know how to calm it. They have more experience. That's what it boils down to. Uh, and I just think the Rams are more of that, uh, and the 49ers for that matter, are more of the freshman-sophomore category than the junior senior category where the Patriots are more of the junior senior category but uh and the St- Pittsburgh Steelers interesting in fact they're becoming more of that sophomore 
I mean, uh, they they were a junior senior team, but now they're starting to become more of a freshman sophomore team. But the Rams, I'm giving a B uh, to a low C. Not a great performance by them. They really should wake up. Seahawks, an A. I mean, I don't know if you remember this or not, but a couple of weeks ago, I named the top 10 most underestimated teams in the NFL. Seahawks were number three. Uh, people were underestimating them. They are part of the, in my prediction, I mean, in my, I, I think the C, in my opinion, I think the Seahawks are one of, if not the most organized teams in the NFL. I mean, they, they have Russell Wilson, one of the better quarterbacks, master of escape. They have a great defense, a great offense. I mean, this team is well loaded. The only other team, maybe the only other two teams that I can see ahead of them as far as organization goes are the uh, Kansas City Chiefs and the New England Patriots. But what a performance by the Seahawks. 4-1 and one, coming out here red hot. Uh, Patriots an A+. Plus. Nothing. I didn't expect anything different. 5-0 and o from the New England Patriots. Um, look. They're a great team, well-organized, well-run, well-coached. Uh, they have everything pretty much, um, you know, I mean, the only thing I can say badly about the New England Patriots is maybe possible that they had an easy schedule. You know, if they played the Kansas City Chiefs or if they played the Seattle Seahawks or the LA Rams, would they struggle a little bit more? Uh, well, the best team they played was probably Buffalo and, and Pittsburgh. Still, those those were probably the two best teams they played. I mean, the Patriots in the first half of their season had zero teams that made the playoffs last year. So a, a little bit of a, an easy schedule, but I, I expect this team to go to 7-0. and um, I, I really, really think the Patriots are the best team in the NFL, probably the front runner for the Super Bowl. I just can't say enough good about the New England Patriots. I mean, they are... Seem, I think the three best, maybe four, four best teams in the NFL right now are Seattle, New England, in no particular order, by the way. Seattle, New England, uh, Chiefs, and um, and uh, the 49ers. So, great performance out there. Uh, 40, uh, speaking of the 49ers, what a win. A-plus coming out here red hot. I mean... The defense was on fire. Richard Sherman was on fire. The quarterback was on fire. I mean, they look like a well-run, well-organized. They look like a young Patriot team. Um, uh, they looked very good out there. And Browns, they didn't look as good, I think, because, again, they played that easy, odd team. I do believe the Browns will beat the Jets. I do believe the Browns will beat Miami. I mean, they're going to be better than what they were last year. I just, I, I don't know exactly how good. I, I Going into the season, I predict them around 500, maybe a little under. Still think that, still heading in that direction. Uh, I just didn't expect the 49ers to be as good. I think they're going to be well over 500. All right, well, let me switch to this big game. Uh, by the way, this is the last podcast of the day. Big game uh, for the Dodgers in Washington tonight. I'm picking the Dodgers, but I will say this. This has to be the last wake-up call for the Los Angeles Dodgers. They're not looking good. They, they Again, they're like Seattle. I mean Seattle. They're like Dallas, and they're like a Pittsburgh. They have the full package, but they're just not applying it. They have a great outfield. They have a great pitcher. They have a great batter. I mean, catcher. They 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 have the full package. 
where they have probably one of, if not the better, in the top 10, they probably have three of the top 10 players. They're great in the uh, season. They're great in the preseason, but when it gets to the postseason, they struggle. They struggle a little bit. This has to be the last wake-up call. The last three years, they were great in the in the season, great in the preseason. But then they get to the postseason, it's like they're stunned. It's like, what happened? I mean, the last couple of years, they looked great. They made it to the uh, World Series twice, lost both times. Second time, getting crushed by Boston. They look good. Look like the full package. Just can't get there. All right, well, that's it for the Carson's Court show today. Uh, tomorrow, we will be talking about the NHL, NFL, uh, NBA predictions. So stay tuned for all that and more on the Carson's Court show tomorrow. Have a great day. And for the last time today, we are live in Virginia Beach, Virginia on this rainy Wednesday or Tuesday. Excuse me. Have a great day.